0: Woke up cold one Tuesday. I'm looking tired and feeling quite sick. I felt like there was something missing in my day to day life. So I quickly opened the wardrobe, pulled out some jeans and a t shirt that seemed clean, topped it off with a some New shoes on, and suddenly everything's right. I said, Hey, I put some new shoes on, and everybody's smiling. It's so bright and home, short on money, but long on time. Slowly showing in the sweet sunshine, and I'm running late, and I don't need an excuse.
1: So, we're in my brand
0: new
1: shoes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Today I'm bringing a uh, uh, an old friend from take Serbia. One, take one, take one, take one. <laughs> uh, today I'm bringing uh, a special friend from Serbia. Uh, we don't, we don't, we didn't get to hang a lot, but I, uh, I connected with you because I see a lot of, I see a lot of qualities I admire uh, that you have developed because you have uh, put yourself through fire and you have developed quite, uh, quite, quite a lot of kick-ass qualities. So uh, I have
0: a feeling you're going to say a flaming determination. <laughs>
1: no, no. <laughs> um, so, uh, hello Stefan, welcome.
0: Yeah, to explain, to er- thank you, uh, to explain to everybody, we're recording this introduction for the second time, because the first time we felt, uh, we felt we can do it better. So the flaming determination joke is something we talked about. About three minutes ago, so that's that's why I, I'm just talking about that. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me, man. And no hello, everybody who's listening so, from lovely Belgrade. It's really nice. It's about to give you some context. It's about four fifteen p.m., four fourteen to be precise, and it's the sun is going down on a beautiful Kalemegdan. So the sky is sky is like a blue, red, pinkish. So
1: with a lot of smog.
0: I mean, not really. That's and you can you can see you can see like half the Belgrade from here, so it's really quite a view. All we need are some girls, and it's it will be beautiful. But yeah, yeah. Please, I want to to uh, be respectful to you guys' time and give you as much value as possible.
1: All right. Tell me, uh, tell me something about yourself. Like uh, who you are, what do you do, and what are you what are you focusing on these days? These
0: days, yeah, we kind of talked about it when, while we were eating, but. Um, I don't know. I'm just living my life, uh, trying to trying things that uh, that I feel pulled towards. Uh, I know this is a podcast for AI people, right? No. No. For whole oh. school. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I, it's okay. I'll delete yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, what was the question again? <laughs> Esam mi смоглиs početka do sadimo trećim.
1: I'm going to cut it off. It's okay.
0: Da? Ja. Siguran. Ne, siguran. Tak, od kog trenutka do
1: so tell me uh, how how did you come to be the way you are today?
0: Yeah, um so yeah, the question how did I come to be? I, I always kind of followed my I always kind of followed what I felt. I didn't allow myself to not follow my excitement. So, wow. So whatever you feel drawn, drawn towards, people usually fee, f- may usually for most people it's fear what what others will think, but then it's also like fears of, you know, survival and stuff like that. You know like um, what were those Fears in the thinking, grow rich stuff. You know the basic fears like survival and uh, fear of poverty. Poverty, yeah, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poverty, exactly. Yeah. So people, f- whatever, and feel fear of other judgment of fear family of judgment, judgment and stuff criticism. Like. Yeah, exactly. So people yeah, usually yeah. prevent themselves from following it, and I just never. I, I always the difference between me and most people, for whatever reason, I always knew that that's not the way to go. It was always like uh, what we already kind of touched on. It's like aware death awareness you know you, you know it's going to end someday so why not try to you know whatever you are excited about just go for it 100 percent and then when you're excited about another thing go for it 100 and stuff like that so yeah and that was t- always my no- north star
1: north star exactly but on top of the having that north star you're not particularly you know you have a lot of discipline uh besides oh, like w- you follow your north star right. and uh, you you know you follow your excitement but you're exactly. not you're not slacking you're not a slacker mm. you you build your life you know like you Yeah, makes
0: sense. That's yeah. A, yeah, makes sense. I mean yeah, most people will take you you're right. That's a good point. Most people will take this what I just said this advice I guess or whatever or, a, perspective. or a life perspective, life model. And they they will use it as a way to to um, slack to slack yeah and to um, to continue being weak in their weak areas uh, I mean the only way you can actually follow your excitement is through discipline right I mean let's say you are excited about this is like a network marketing thing so I, I'm guessing you guys need to what do
1: network marketing thing
0: did you say network what pro network pro, like net, a pro network like a pro yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean network like a pro still let's say it's that's what you want to do right let's say you want to network like a pro and that's really exciting for you Mm. you to in order to follow your excitement you need to be quite disciplined right i mean even though this is exciting for you maybe at some day it's going to be netflix seems more exciting or not in a way like passion exciting but in a way you know hedonistic excitement Pleasure, excitement. That's a very different,
1: very interesting differentiation between, you know, excitement like party versus excitement like building something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: totally. So, if you, so in order to follow your true excitement, your true passion, you need to be disciplined with all of those fake excitements.
1: Fake excitements, what do you mean by that? I mean,
0: yeah, just, you know, like Netflix, like poor diets, like partying too much. Mm maybe even drugs for some people I know in in Western world that world that's more prevalent than here I mean even here as well so it's like you need to be disciplined with all of those things um, in order to to not do them right in mm-hmm. order to to be able to have enough energy to follow your true excitement so yeah. for me those to go hand-in-hand hand. you cannot really follow excitement if you're not really disciplined um, there's this guy people can search for him um, called Eliud Kipcho- Kipchoge. Eliud
1: Kipchoge? Do you
0: know about him? No. So that's, that's one, he's one of the best runners, long distance runners in the world, or maybe the best. He broke the, was it half mar- marathon record under two hours or something? Um, which is like super fast pace, basically sprinting for two hours. And um, his, his quote is, only the disciplined ones are free in life. Wow,
1: that's a good one. Yeah,
0: What it um, means is that you cannot be free to follow your passion, to follow what you really want to follow, what your soul wants to follow if you're not disciplined. And people confuse those two. They're like, oh, uh, I want to follow my passion, so now I'm going to go and party and get drunk. Like, no, that's not your passion. That's your kind of pleasure seeking. And those two are different. You need to learn to, to see.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you spoke about like... Um identity shift and identity shifting yeah yeah. and that's your that's your theme of your life right now or
0: yeah that's the current phase the thing that i'm working on when i work with my coaching clients it's kind of the theme that's going on i guess yeah Um, what
1: what kind of coaching do you do
0: right so let's explain like identity shifting probably most of people who are listening you all as well um you know about the be to have model nope let's say you want to have something because most people Start doing. Have goals. Have goals which are concerned with having something, right? I want to have money. I want to have a relationship. I want to have three girlfriends. I want to have a, a ideal boyfriend or with net networking like a pro. Whatever you want to to have a super cool social circle or you know whatever whatever your goal is. So it's always about having something. So in order to have something, you need to do something, right? So Let's say you're a shy person who wants to network like a pro. You're going to be like So your identity is a shy that of a shy person. So you, you perceive yourself and everybody knows you as a shy person. So now let's say you want to have a really cool social circle and social life and good network. You need to do those actions of a of a person who is social. You know? As as we initially had the idea of be social. So so if you want to do those actions, but you see yourself as a shy person, then you will have no... Basically, you will be fighting through so much resistance with each single step. So isn't it, isn't it much more smart, smart to shift your identity, to change your, how you perceive yourself? And then once you are actually not a shy person, but you're actually a social person, you're in that identity, then you will naturally be drawn to taking those actions and eventually you will have the cool social circle or whatever. Um, you will network like a pro without even thinking about it because you're just that person. And that's kind of what my coaching is based around shifting people's identities. Um, a smaller, how will you say, structure than identity would be like belief or belief complexes so it's a lot of it's lots of like belief work but then it's a uh, there's like things they're more important than belief so I, I guess i guess that kind of explains it it's basically in the be do have model which is like be some be someone do something and have something as a result uh, my coaching focuses not on on doing so much initially it's more about shifting. Who people are, how they see themselves, and then, of course, on the correct actions do, and then we, we don't even talk about having because that just comes yeah, naturally yeah. after you f- fix the first two.
1: Yeah. Uh, just so you know, okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never, mm. never. Um, and th- that's a very. If you guys uh, had problems hearing me, it's okay. Alex that's it's because it's
0: I my microphone <laughs> skills. With the phone, are a little bit poor. I'm fixing. <laughs> you, you I'm fixing it. it right now.
1: All right, uh, but um, if, and that's a very um, interesting perspective. Um, I I differ in that way because um, having. Is not as big of a priority as doing mm. um, doing is like something like ooh, when I when I look at something I want to do I mm. really feel into myself and I really I guess find the the identity in myself mm. uh, to do what I want to do and eventually I will have the things that I want but the m- main <laughs> yeah. motivation comes from uh, uh, really uh, enjoying the process I would say um
0: yeah of course i mean yeah that makes sense but also it's always cy- cyclical paradoxical so that's definitely better than just focusing on what you need to have but then uh if you are doing for years and not having oh yeah that's a tough one then that's i mean a that's even that's tough and that just means you're not actually doing what needs to be done that's a good point sure so sure, sure you need to basically it's paradoxical so you need to be you know how tyler rz tyler says most engaged least
1: attached. So you Most need engaged, least attached. Wow, that's a very powerful one. Come on, man, you Most followed RSD for years. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, but I, I didn't one. realize that one. Most engaged, least attached. Exactly.
0: So you need to... You need to. Whoa, the sky is beautiful, guys. You need to see this. You need to come to Belgrade. Uh, so basically, as I'm speaking, I'm going to take a picture. I'm sorry. So... Um,
1: You're focused, bro.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, a little bit... ADHD much? uh but it's it's too beautiful to not take a picture so uh yeah basically um you need to i mean the results need the having needs to be like a measuring stick that you every now and then let's say i'm a i'm a my identity is that of person who works out and who is fit and who is strong and who is big and who is powerful and whatever and then i'm doing all of those actions but i'm not actually having i'm not actually looking Maybe after six months I'm not looking like that, and, you know? That means I'm doing something wrong. So even though I'm doing all of those actions, I still am not getting these results. So, I mean, unless I don't really care completely about the results, I guess that's fine, but you still want to have some results to kind, of, which kind of confirm that you are moving towards. I mean, you're kind of becoming more and more of that person. So still you need to every now and then check on the results and see, okay, whatever, is my social circle growing or is my bank account growing if it's about business or is my clientele gl- growing or is my fitness measurements or repetitions or weights growing. So, um, there needs to be a, a, a little bit of attention reserved and towards checking the results, seeing. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm, cu- I'm curious to, can you describe the process you lead through uh, the, uh, the process you lead people through?
0: Right, um, yeah, I mean, right now it, it's always, I don't know, I always have a feeling for it when I work with people, um, but let's say, maybe we can take an example, um, let's say a person wants to become more, let's say it's a networking network, like a pro thing, let's say a person wants to, um, to be more social, to meet, to meet people as we talk about initially um it would be it would be much more it would be much harder to just tell a person okay go out and as as we did before let's say as we practiced go out and talk to 10 girls to practice your social skills i i guess that's um difficult for many people much better approach is to kind of see first if they how comfortable they feel you know what what's their reaction when they are in, in those environments when they're about to do it stuff like that then my my first goal always is to remove all of the negative uh, emotions surrounding that all of the negative beliefs surrounding that
1: Ooh.
0: and uh, you know yeah, after, yeah, yeah and after you remove all of them after a person is like a blank slate then it then I mean you know how kids are blank slate most most of the time then you can basically install any program in them it's like okay you know this is the truth believe this and they're like okay and then uh, that's the same with grown people it's a little bit requires a little bit more skill Uh, but when you remove all of those beliefs you remove all of those negative states and stuff like that then people are more more malleable I guess you know like a clay yeah you can kind of shape it how you so want. So the point
1: it. is you get to become like a, like a clay, so you can be shaped into... Yeah. Into like de- Bruce Lee desired. says, be shapeless, formless, yeah. yes. like water. Yeah,
0: yeah, You put yeah, water yeah. into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into yeah. a teapot, it becomes the teapot. And that's, you no, know, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my
1: friend. <laughs> that's a uh, very good, actually. <laughs> exactly.
0: So <laughs> very that, good. that's the whole... I mean, that video of Bruce Lee explains it in like one minute and then there is another one when he talks about fighting the ultimate art of fighting when his teacher asks him what is the ultimate level of technique and he says to have no technique and then wow. exactly and then because when you're actually a master at, at a technique you have no technique you just do you basically you don't you don't do that's even a mistake you don't or miss saying you don't do you you just be and it it is created
1: yeah yeah. and
0: that's that's the same so let's say we first remove and then and then we can install something positive and that has its own process whether it's in business in making money or it's in like social skills or fitness whatever and then after there are some after person perceives themselves the new way then they can start expressing their true self through that identity because identity is always a lie the true self is the only truth and then they can express themselves it's always going to be through some form of action or physical action thinking and stuff like that and then Mm -hmm. uh, and then the results will will come naturally which will in turn confirm there is their um, identities and stuff like that and then they will naturally shift into a totally new place where they see themselves differently they you are surrounded by different people, they have different circumstances in their life and stuff like that. Yeah. I That would be in the shortest, but there is much more nuance. Yeah,
1: I'm sure. But you mentioned something that is like super crucial and we could talk about this for our long, 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 long time. Yeah. And that is getting to that blank slide. Let's slate. do
0: it, let's talk for 10 yeah. hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and you guys continue listening for next yeah. 12 hours.
1: I'm thinking of like rem- process of removing resistance, the process of removing mm. limitations, the process of removing limiting beliefs. That is okay. a really, really uh, tough, unique, mm. and uh, it's a process that everybody has to go through mm. to uh, to 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 be able to come to become like a wet clay, to become right. uh, malleable. Uh, so that we can mold ourselves into the desired shape, uh, mm. into the desired character we want to be. Because we all want to be like a extra level than we are right now. But sometimes we can't because of the I'm going resistance. to
0: give you guys a super advanced, high-level, million-dollar secret. <laughs> uh, which is reserved for my...
1: Top 1%? Of exa-
0: <laughs> no, actually, like for my top-level, high-level paying clients, but I'm going to give it to you for free. All I ask from (laughs) you is to implement it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, to implement it, it, it's still easier with my help, but you'll figure it out, I guess. Um, You can check out my my stuff maybe on social media, Urosh is going to maybe post it or something to tag me. Uh, There is a really cool technique which I developed, not like semi-recently, I call it quantum bridge technique and it it's always exactly but it's always going to be a work in progress but how do you become malleable well there is a super cool quote from the guy which you mentioned you don't know so I'm not going to mention his name or I I will Andrew Tate most people hate Andrew Tate who are on social media but he had a really cool quote and he said do the impossible and you will never doubt yourself again exactly so, what is a quantum bridge technique? Uh, there, are, there are other ways to get to becoming clay or being like water, my friend. But um, to one of the ways which I do with some of my clients, the quantum bridge technique, is like you, the only belief you need to, to, be, to become malleable is the belief if one man can do it, another man can do it. But the tough part is believing that belief.
1: Ooh, that's a very good point, yeah.
0: So even though you you may hear me say it, you still will not believe it. And that's that's I mean not that's part of the work that I do with my people, but when when you actually start believing that that belief, then from that belief almost probably depending on how how deep deeply integrated this belief is in your mind. You will be able to jump to any belief you want from this one. So that's one of the ways. There are many other ways, but yeah.
1: So if somebody else can do it, you can do it too.
0: Yeah, there, there. That's one of them. There are like few, yeah. few more, but that's one of but them. But
1: that perspective, if somebody else can do it, you can do it too. Yeah. It really allows you to uh, to bridge your to find the bridge between your current reality yeah. and to find the next next step uh, towards that the, the reality that you want.
0: Yes, and
1: yep. that's and that's like if you're standing on a cliff, and like you're uh, you see somebody that's on the other side of the cliff, on the other side of the mountain, mm. and you're like, oh my god, how the hell did they get there? And and then you think like, oh, if if, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah, that's and that, a cool picture. That, that idea is like, oh, okay, there's a route, there's mm. a route down. Okay, maybe I can I can. And you take one step, two steps, three steps, and now you start climbing down the cliff. And I was yeah. like, oh, this 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 way looks safe, and you know, next year you'll be on the other side, exactly. or, or sooner, or later, or whatever. Yeah, maybe whatever. in a day. Maybe in a day.
0: That's a, yeah, that's cool. That's a cool picture, cool analogy, but representation. Yeah, that's basically, that's basically one of the ways.
1: Yeah, I want to talk to you about uh, mental toughness. Um, mental toughness. Mental toughness. There's a lot of talk uh, in the school regarding like mental health, but what about mental toughness? Ah, okay. Yeah. So. Mental
0: health. I mean, we are all crazy, so there is no such thing. It's it's a it's a continuum. How crazy are you? Uh-huh. Right? Are you seeing shapes and <laughs> characters which are not there? I mean, at least in my field of vision. And you may be really crazy but if you're not seeing shapes you're fine and not hurting anybody do whatever you want uh, <laughs> what was the question how do you build a mental mental toughness yeah what
1: is mental toughness
0: okay mental toughness let's see uh, mental toughness could be described uh, definition I don't know what Wikipedia would say but my definition would be um, what is I mean I, I would call it being a man and now maybe some women are listening. And they're like, ah. um, but they, if, you, if you're if you a woman and you still want to become successful, you can be a man too. <laughs> My God, uh, <laughs> that's super sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's by definition. What does being a man mean? It's like doing stuff you don't want to do um, or you do not feel like doing, right? It's like, okay, I need to do today. I need to do thousand push-ups and I do not feel like doing thousand push-ups. Well... <laughs> You no, know,
1: tough that, luck that's way out of context okay yeah. for perspective like you said you you like your discipline for physical activity is is wild Tell, so what do you do is it
0: really out of context i mean everybody knows what what thousand a thousand per,
1: means. yeah no no. I, but like thousand push-ups a day is uh, oh my god that would be a, a real stretch for me but like so it's always a belief thing it's always a belief thing of course it's a belief thing but so you what was your record for for burpees there are people, there are people who, who do like five thousand um, so w- with burpees you you set a record for fi- five hundred burpees in, in 30 minutes or something like that yes five hundred burpees in 30 minutes and, and five hundred six count and how much did you do how many other six pump
0: burpees there's a difference but yeah uh, how many burpees people, did you do
1: matter. in a day maximum
0: in a day I don't know, I mean, I I could do 2,000 a day, probably. 2,000 a day? But I I didn't do it 2,000. I was thinking about doing that. It it wouldn't be impossible, it would be just a stretch, a little bit of a stretch uh, for my shoulders. 2,000 a day, The most I did in a day was probably 1,000 plus. 1000 plus yeah
1: and, and you did it in like two what two hours
0: oh that yeah that one time but that was a long time i was out of shape then <laughs> <laughs> when i did 1000 in two hours i was out of
1: shape <laughs> in two, two hours 40 minutes and I how I many do it in less than and you every hour, day 90 minutes. and every day you do how many push-ups every
0: day i do lot i do lots of reps average every single day
1: uh, how today many?
0: today i did only like around 150 mm-hmm. but because today is my rest day but uh when i <laughs> but when no, but really like because i i was like let's rest and do do more tomorrow but um uh-huh. i will do some yoga later probably
1: what, what's your average amount of push-ups a day? every
0: day I, I usually do them through burpees so it's like a burpee and then you do a push-up and yeah. then you or like few push-ups and then you get up i do it that way but mm-hmm. let's say if we are going to count push-ups it's maybe between two and five hundred per day just kind of without not counting my main training it's just like to
1: how often do you train?
0: every day
1: every day okay that's a lot but
0: now I'm on a new program where I do where I'm doing like more weight uh, heavy weight stuff so I'm taking a little bit of a rest days in between where I maybe do just kettlebells or yoga or stuff like that
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: so it's still every day but just on those alternate days I will do something a little bit different not not really push pushing workouts, yeah. But maybe like recovery workouts where I maybe walk with a heavy backpacks or.
1: How uh, heavy is it, are the backpacks?
0: Um. Not too heavy. It's like maybe ten, fifteen, or twenty kilograms, or maybe it's like weighted vest and then a backpack and then maybe something carrying something. Depending, you, I have about maybe twenty kilograms on me, mm-hmm. up to maybe forty at this moment, but. Uh, i will be expanding that those workouts to maybe 40 50. Mm. uh but yeah we were talking about mental toughness kind of got lost in the workouts how do you develop mental toughness um that's basically what what does it mean to be a man i don't feel like doing it i'm still gonna do it and also when something bad happens i know uh, i can handle it and uh that's mental toughness so you just decide the easiest way to develop mental toughness is just do things you don't feel like doing which is connected to following your passion which is also connected to being disciplined following your passion yeah. so you even even if you shift your identity you will have some some a little bit of a resistance depending on how good your coach is in this in this case it's me so you will have you will have a little resistance <laughs> but you will still have a little bit of resistance then that, that you need to push through and that's where you actually grow it it, it was all resistance free then there will be if there was no friction there would be no growth Yeah. No
1: pressure, no diamonds. No pressure, no diamonds. Amen. No pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. (laughs) Wait. Okay. (laughs) Mental toughness. So when it comes to that particular, uh, making that bridge in your brain of automatic behavior of, of. of doing the things that you have to do, I have this like, I've, I've managed to develop mentality. I I, I noticed that myself, mm-hmm. uh, that you know certain things just have to be done, and there's no way around it. Yes. So i I developed a mentality or the attitude of duties first. Duties first, ah. duties first, duties first, duties first, duties first, duties first, duties first. Right. And if dishes need to be washed, there will be a, there won't be a single thought. There will be like, oh no. If if things need to be done, they will be done automatically. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm super grateful to to, to, you know like I I, there was a moment there was a moment where I realized that me not doing the work that needs to be done is not really contributing to my life in any possible way. So I need to absolutely take care of this um, of this thing, uh, this this whatever this resistance is, and to take care of to take care of this, I just have to make that that click in my head execution Mm. immediately. It, it just has to be done okay let's finish off with um, exactly. with uh, what is what is your craft and how does one develop one's craft and how does one master one's craft what is my
0: craft yeah um, can you clarify like what was my main thing that i do or
1: yeah so your craft is something like you develop something and you know you'll be working on that for like a oh, okay. probably for gotcha. the rest of your life you Definitely. know like
0: right um that's interesting so um that's, i don't know what's the name of this podcast uh, not the network like a pro but the name of this episode probably we're talking about identity shifting or like yeah we'll, reality creation yeah. or stuff like that so this It was all, the theme was always like transformation, you know. For me, I I guess that that was always the The theme. Transformation, um, shifting growth, challenges, you know, stuff like that. So for me, it was always, uh, you know, there is a rubber band theory. You know about that? No. So rubber band theory is however far back you pull the rubber band, that's how far forward it's going to go. So for me, even like. The most basic, basic socializing years ago was super hard, uh, and I excelled at it. So, and uh, and then that basically from that point on, everything that was super hard for me, I went there, and and I excelled. I excelled. I always push myself to excel at each of those points where I where it's hard for me. Amen. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So, um, so that was always the theme. Like. You know, and then through that, I realized, I realized how to actually do the identity shifting, the art, the, the art of creating reality, mind bending, as I call it. So it's like
1: mind bending.
0: Yeah, mind bending. So Mm -hmm. mind bending is where you actually can do the inner work, which I do with my clients when I work, which, um, saves up saves saves up so much energy that would be spent. Otherwise, if you would to push head on first, you know, headstrong through all of the obstacles the way I did for years initially. Uh, I learned a bunch of great lessons, but the most important lessons I learned is it can be done much more easily. So So, um, my craft was basically, you know, following all of those heavy things, hard things, doing all of those hard things, developing myself and then through that process mastering my inner world and always uh, working with other people, you know, giving advices. Even before I was doing it professionally, it was like kind of coaching people through interact conversations with my friends and stuff like that and then when I, when I started doing it more and more professionally, now it's basically become that, it's like what I'm living, I'm, I'm coaching people about. Mm. So maybe I'm not the perfect example for how to find your craft, but it's always in, in that sense, you know, but in some other sense, it, maybe I am because your craft will always come from thing. You're the most passionate about.
1: Yeah. yeah, a good um, point. And
0: some people I heard about it, like some people are, Oh, you don't need you don't need to care. You don't need to be passionate about it. You, you just need to do hard work and, you know, and make money but I think those people are just passionate about money. Mm. So so for them, you know, some people are passionate about some specific thing. So then they can, um, so then they need to find a way to make money doing that. But some other people are just passionate about money. So they don't care what's the thing they're doing. They just need to know that at the end of it, they're getting money. Yeah. So they're yeah. still following their passion, but it's just money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. Um, and usually those people, when they get the money, they realize, okay, I was actually, whatever, I was passionate about, either I'm going to follow this other passion or I was passionate about specific, maybe achievement or or stuff like that, you know. Maybe mm. they were healing some inner inner stuff by getting money and stuff like that. So yeah. they will figure it out. Uh, but everybody in the end follows whatever they are passionate about.
1: Yeah. Um, but so the thing is like- That's the,
0: how you develop your craft.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a saying that you said, like that you came to a point where you managed to master your inner world. Yes. And that's what it that comes down to. Yes. Putting yourself through hell and then finding your inner world and finding the inner chaos and understanding how to navigate your inner chaos and how to create mm. uh, order deep down mm. and find that inner peace and then move through life with inner peace. Yeah, I guess we can finish on that one. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Yeah, thank you, guys. Bye.